Last week we discussed being humble and how even though it is very important and it's a Torah value to be humble, we have to make sure that we're not too humble, that we won't take action when someone needs to take action. Today we'll talk about being self-aware so we can have a good balance of being humble, making sure to get things done, but at the same time knowing who we are and that we have something important to do in the world. So let's talk about why, how and when should we be self-aware. And to start with a story from Adam in the Garden of Eden. We once mentioned this in another recording, but um, I'll share a different perspective today. So after Adam sinned, God invited him to a discussion by asking, where are you? And we know that God really knew where Adam was because God knows everything. So why did God ask Adam, where are you? And the deeper meaning to this question is that God was really asking, where are you in relation to your purpose in life? Where are you compared to the goals and the mission that you, that you have? How far are you? What have you done in your life to get you to where you should be? So where are you in that frame of wh- where you want to be? Um, and this lesson from God asking Adam this question, where are you, is actually something that God really wants to ask all of us and that we should all ask ourselves, where are you, where are you, how far along are you and where you should be in life. Um, So that's pretty powerful for self-growth to always be in that frame of mind of that we, we put ourselves into let me get to somewhere let me grow let me get somewhere there's somewhere I want to go and I want to know where am I compared to that Um, okay so with that introduction why should we be self-aware simply to improve we want to improve ourselves and if it's so important to be humble why do we need to improve ourselves Again, because we understand that God put us here for a reason. There is something very, very important that we are in the world to do. And we do have a sense of pride to fulfill that. And that mission motivates us to get things done. And it's the same reason why we want to be self-aware. Just like in professional development, people reflect and people think about how they did so because they want to always improve in their job the same thing is we have a job in the world God gave us certain capabilities certain talents a certain environment 
and God, for some reason, chose us specifically to be given all these things. And it's up to us to live up to that trust. So a story to illustrate this is a rabbi called Rabbi Zusha from Anipoli. And yes, we did mention Rabbi Zusha before. Um, he's quite famous. So there's a story about him that on his deathbed, he suddenly got all shaken up. And he said, after I die, I'm not afraid of being asked why I was not Moses in my lifetime. He said, God already had a Moses. God didn't need me to be Moses. But what I am afraid of after I die, I'm afraid that I'm going to be asked, Zusha, why were you not Zusha? And that's pretty powerful. What Zusha was saying, what Rabbi Zusha was saying is, God entrusted him with certain capabilities. God put him down in this world with, with all, everything that he had, all his talents, capabilities, environment, and he was meant to make the most out of that. He was meant to live up to some kind of potential, to be the very best Zusha that could be. And so on his deathbed, his worry was, Am I, did I really live up to that? Did I really do everything I was meant to do? Um, again, so that that quite motivates us to constantly be thinking of what might be our mission and how we can continue along that path to continue to live up to that trust that God gave us by putting us in this world. Now, so how do we become self-aware? What are we meant to think about? And what should we not think about? So we're meant to think about both of our negative and positive traits. It's very important for a person to know what's good about them and what needs working on. What are their strengths and what are their weaknesses? Why do we need to know both? Because if we only focus on the weaknesses, it can make us depressed pull us down and that's against the whole purpose the whole purpose to thinking about ourselves is to improve us if we only focus on the weaknesses we get too depressed and we just get too lazy to do anything we just say oh I'm doomed I'm doomed to just be a failure so I'm not gonna bother with any progress um, that's why we need both negative and positive strengths because when we think about the strengths we can motivate ourselves to work on the faults as well. So the strengths can help us overcome our weaknesses. But again, if we only focus on the strengths, we won't improve. We'll just be satisfied with where we are. So that's why we need both strengths and weaknesses. There's a quote that says, love criticism because it puts you on the right platform. Um, so throughout life, you know, s some people might react to criticism that gets them down, makes them upset, but we have to 
always be in a growth mindset. And so criticism just enhances our growth. And so when we think of these weaknesses, um, in a way, we're just adding to that criticism that's going to enhance our growth. So we spoke about why we should be self-aware because we want to constantly improve and how to be self-aware to think of both negative and uh, both strengths and weaknesses and when should we be self-aware this is quite interesting um how often should we think about this you know um so we're not meant to think about it all day and that we're supposed to designate set times to think about this the term for this is called a khajbon hanafesh which means an account of the soul where we think of everything that we did right and wrong um, but we're only meant to do this at certain times why only at certain times again when someone thinks about their weaknesses too often or when someone thinks about how far away they are from where they really want to be it can also get them down so we don't want to be constantly constantly thinking of how far we are from our goals that will just get us quite depressed so we have designated times i'll give you some examples of those designated times there is once a day which is every night at the bedtime shema where we think about the past day so we do a smaller scale cheshbon hanafesh um, every night where we briefly think about the day then there's a cheshbon hanafesh for the year which is on Rosh Hashanah um, and in the days leading up before Rosh Hashanah we start thinking about the past year we start going through the whole thing of what we did right in the past year what we didn't do right in the past year and how we can correct that for the future um, and in a sense a Jewish birthday which is when you're, the date you were born falls out in the Hebrew calendar and every year that Hebrew calendar day will fall out on a different day in the secular calendar um, there's a Jewish birthday calendar on calculator on Chabad.org that you can go look up your Jewish birthday but um, every person's Jewish birthday is actually like a little Rosh Hashanah for them where they also make a Cheshbon HaNefesh so in a way a Jewish birthday has a serious tone to it not just celebrations but also we want to get back on track and we want to think about our growth again because we're in a growth mindset and we want to get on track for the next year so these are different times where people do this cheshbon hanefesh and this account of the soul and we want to make sure that we're not getting carried away with our own thoughts and carried away with how bad we are or how far away we are from what we really want to be again because it will just lead to depression so why why be self-aware to improve yourself how to think of both strengths and weaknesses when only at set times and just to illustrate how it can actually be helpful to have some self-pride 
instead of only being humble. There's the story of Joseph. Um, Potiphar's wife was trying to get him to sin, and Joseph was refusing. But just as Joseph was about to give in, when it just got too much, he was about to give up and give in. And he was so far from home anyway. And who was going to know? Um, he suddenly had the image of his father in his mind. And with that image of his father, Jacob, he suddenly got strong. And he was able to overcome that and not sin. Why? Because it, this image of his father reminded him of who he really is. It reminded him of where he came from. And he thought, I can't do that. So with a little bit of self-pride, when we think, no, this is not for me. I can't do such a thing. That bit of self-pride actually can also stop us from getting into trouble. Um, in addition to, to helping us grow, it can actually stop us from getting into trouble. So that's a benefit to having a little bit of pride. And just to um, conclude with a thought on personal growth, um, we, should, we should be in this growth mindset. But is there ever a limit? You know, can we ever be satisfied with so many accomplishments in the past? You know, maybe I, maybe I did fulfill my life's potential now and I could just take a break. So actually, the Rebbe taught us to never be satisfied. Be happy, yes, but never satisfied. We did one accomplishment, great. That means we're ready to push ourselves a little more, ready to stretch ourselves a little more. Um, that's really the way to do it. Every single accomplishment is just now an opportunity to do more accomplishments. Um, and we learn that from where it says that in every generation, everyone should imagine themselves leaving Egypt. We all have an Egypt. We all have boundaries, limitations. And those limitations might stretch every time we've accomplished something. But now they became the new limitations. Our comfort zone stretches, but now we break through the new comfort zone. So every day we want to leave Egypt. Every day we want to stretch ourselves more and more. And that's the real growth mindset. So Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening.